It is another episode of everybody's favorite show. It's the Give Em Logan show. Logan Fano, it's been a minute. It's been a long time. I think the last one we had was like beginning of the season. Yeah, probably was. I think it was like right after the USF game is probably the last time we, we talked. It's been a minute. It's been a, a lot long of, time. A lot of things have happened since then. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things to talk about. Before mm-hmm. we do... We have a sponsor now, Logan. Like that's oh, one that's one thing that's happened. Our oh. guy, our guy Alex Caressa at Wooden Grail, uh, is making the dopest BYU hats in the market. That's right. Have you seen that's those? Right. You you've seen I've them, seen, right? All the boys have them, and I don't have one. So if we can find a way to get me one, that would be nice. Oh, uh, we can find a way to get you one for sure. Perfect. Perfect. And if you don't have the hookups like Logan does woodengrail.com w-o-o-d-n-g-r-a-i-l.com use promo code g-e-h-b-10 for 10 percent off of your purchase you're going to get to the website you're going to look at it you're going to think ah that i don't know if i could spring that much for a hat folks i'm telling you what it's I, worth it it's worth it have, have you seen the unboxing of these things yeah they're tight i've seen the i've seen the the heisman trophy one there's, that they, one is, I like that one a lot. Logan, I got the shipment just like yesterday, right? When yeah. you open up the box, so the, like the brown box that like packages come in, not even like the hat box, like that's the, branded and stuff. You yeah. open up the brown box, the fight song starts playing. What? Like it's a whole production, man. Like Alex has turned this into a a whole experience. The hats are dope. They have little QR codes on the inside. You scan them. You get like it takes you to dope stuff. It's cool. The whole thing I is respect. cool. Yeah, respect. That's sick. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's for real. The, the whole the whole thing is is pretty crazy. So woodengrail.com. Check them out. Follow him on Twitter. He's a former coog, right? Like, sure, he transferred yep. to, to Portland State, but he he's a former coog. Yeah, once a coog, always a coog. That's right. So check them out. That's the they're they're sponsoring this show this month. Pretty pumped about it. Woodengrail.com. Uh Logan, we're gonna talk about the season. We're gonna talk about a lot okay. of things today. Yeah. Uh I, I do people just ask you because people have been asking me about your transfer status. Like <laughs> yeah. first, like I'm your wife. Like, hey, what what's Logan doing? Like, what well, how would I know? Like, why am I supposed to know anything? But yeah. they've been asking me, and it doesn't matter how many times I've said, like, guys, I, I think we're good. Like, everybody just, mm-hmm. everybody calm down. They keep asking yeah. me. I've told people, I've had to get as, as <clears throat> open as just to be like, guys, calm your tits. Like, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Their tits aren't calm, man. So I need you <laughs> to calm everybody's tits. What is happening with right. you? Are you transferring when the transfer portal window opens up next week? You know what? I love I love Coach Kalani and what he's building at BYU, and you know I I committed to play at BYU, so you know right now I'm just I'm really excited to see the changes that Coach Kalani makes to to the program, and you know obviously we didn't have the season that we wanted to have this year, which sucks, but you know hard times come and you got to just roll with the punches. You know how like like grown up that sounds. You know what I mean? Like okay. <laughs> Like, I don't mean to, like, sit here and, like, blow smoke up your butt. Like, hey, let's just praise Logan. But, like, dude, in this world of, like, everybody's just transferring, right? Like, everybody's yep. transferring. There are already – I can't remember what number I saw. Like, five, 600 kids in the transfer portal. And the window hasn't even opened up yet, right? Like, kids are leaving everywhere. 
and for you to be like, hey, yeah. no, I committed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just play through. We're gonna work through the challenges. Like that's a mature thing. You're so mature. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, that. you're just, you're just a grown up. Uh, okay, the next thing, mm-hmm. and I, I don't even know if you know. To be perfectly candid with you, the next thing that everybody asks me is they ask about Spence, and yeah. like I keep trying to like let everybody down easy. Like I think Spence has made it pretty clear on the internet, right? Like. Hey, I don't know where he's going, but it's probably not BYU. But that has nothing to do with you. Like, you guys aren't like some sort of package deal or anything, right? I'd say, no, just to be completely honest, it's hard for me to – it's still a part that I'm obviously working through and still trying to figure out. But playing with my brother is one of my my dreams, really, and one of my dad's dreams. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that part is – it's kind of hard, and I'm I'm still working through it, and I'm trying to process – know the possibility of maybe us not playing together but no i'm still i'm still trying i'm still trying if we could if we could play together that's that's still my dream it'd be awesome i watched that i watched that 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 finals game and i watched spence man like (laughs) dude you were there we were texting like back and forth throughout that game uh for those of you who don't know so spencer has he played defensive end at all in high school no, actually, his first time playing D line was my senior year against Olympus, and I have a picture of it. But they sent in Spence, and he was playing D tackle right next to me. And I looked over; and it was kind of crazy to see. You know, at the time, Spencer was like 216 pounds playing right tackle, so they threw him in to play D tackle next to me, and he had no idea what he was doing. But, but yeah, yes, some some D line experience, I'd say. So, so he's got a little bit, but like ever since he's been like an entrenched varsity guy, like he's offense only, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. So at halftime, um, I'm trying to remember what all like happened. Like Ciale Acera didn't play. We got to talk about Ciale too here in a second. But like Ciale Acera doesn't play. Uh, he has a knee injury, I think is what it was. So he, he wasn't able to play in the championship, which sucks. Like yeah. awful. That what was a big loss. Well, it sucks for Timpview, but it also just sucks. Like that's your last high school game and you're hurt. That that blows. So Ciale can't go. That leaves a pretty big hole in that Timpview defense, right? What do they do at halftime? They're just like, Yo, oh yeah, like oh, Sp- yeah. Spence, you could figure it out, right, dude? Yeah. He was That's pretty much what they said. They were just saying, yeah. I, I, honestly, I think everybody knows I'm my little brother's biggest fan, and <laughs> uh, we we go back and forth, we argue, but the way he played, man, it just made me and my whole family so proud. Even though we lost, just the fact that he gave everything he had, it really made all of us proud. Well, he did, man. Like at that game, so I was down on the sidelines throughout the overtimes. It was too freaking cold to be on the sideline the whole game. I was in the press oh, box. Oh, it was unreal. Uh, but I did come down for overtime. So I was I, I walked down the Timview sideline after the game, and you could just like feel Spence. Like he left everything out there. So yeah. unreal. But dude, why is he playing offense? Like imagine if he worked as hard at DN if he if like he's he's put all these hours in an offensive tackle yeah. like clearly it's worked he's gonna yeah, he just went on an official to Clemson so like mm-hmm. clearly he's good dude he'd be unreal on the defensive yeah. side of the ball yeah I know it's Spence as awkward as you know he is I don't know just maybe it's just me as an older brother I just see him as super awkward but he's a great athlete man just all around he's a good athlete like when we play basketball pickleball just anything like Spence he's always been a really good athlete. So I think it was pretty easy for him to flip the flip the switch in his head from O-line to D-line. And he did he did really good. I was, was super proud of him. 
It was crazy, man. He was being double teamed, triple teamed, like that whole second half. And it's like, this guy doesn't even know what he's doing out there. He's just out there <laughs> naturally being the best guy on the field. It was, it was pretty unreal. Siale, uh, we mentioned him. Siale is going to UCLA on an official this mm-hmm. weekend, which is great. Yeah. Go get out to mm-hmm. California. It's freaking cold here. Yeah. Going, not my advice to all my, my friends and all my, my cousins that are going through recruiting, just enjoy all your visits, man. Because. I didn't get any because of yeah. COVID. So every time you know, they have a chance to, to go somewhere, I'll just go to get managed a bit, man. Go yeah. have fun. Absolutely. I mean, sign with the Cougs in the end, but yep. go have fun. Yep. Go enjoy yourself. Exactly. Have I, have I told you the advice? You remember Jake Caressa, right? We just talked about Alex. Yep. But you remember Jake? Yep. Uh, uh, so Jake's a Cash Valley guy. I'm a Cash Valley guy. Mm-hmm. We went pheasant hunting once, which was was kind of like random that Jake and I went pheasant hunting together. And we were talking about his recruitment. And he was like, yeah, I went on an official visit to, I can't remember the schools. He's like, I, I went out to Oregon. And they were like, hey, Jake, we want you to commit to Oregon. Will you commit? And he was, yeah. So he committed to Oregon. And then the next week he went on an official visit to USC. And they were like, hey, Jake, we want you to commit to USC. Will you commit? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, that, that was my advice. Just, just keep yeah. telling coaches everything they want to hear. Yeah. You keep going <laughs> on those visits. He's like, I, I committed five different times to five different <laughs> schools. And he was just whatever. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't matter until you get there, man. That's right. The ink is the only thing that matters at the end. Yep. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, so that's what he's, he's like. Anybody asks, like, yeah, just commit to all of them. Just keep saying yes, and like, because if you say no, they might keep send you home, and you don't get to enjoy the. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last, thing, the last thing is is we kind of like set up, like talk about the season. I do got to talk about this. You see these? You're on yeah. your phone. I'm wearing glasses chains, man. What do you think? Like, it's kind of an old man thing, but like, I don't know. I kind of dig it. You can put your glasses down here you know like what? this. Whatever makes it work, man. Whatever, whatever is convenient. I'm definitely a convenience type of guy. So my grandpa I've... actually has glasses that split in the middle. Oh, And you yeah. have to connect them. Like, there's a magnet. Yeah. I, 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 I think those are pretty cool. You're, I could, you're interested I, in that. I could rock with those. Your your grandpa and I have the the same sense of style. I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so we gotta oh, talk. Man. We gotta talk a little bit about this season, man. It hasn't it hasn't gone well. When we last talked, it was it was right after the USF game. It might have even been after Baylor, right? That it was yeah. like at that point everything looked great, and then it kind of fell apart. From your perspective, you know you were able to play this year, still rehabbing. I think you're probably yeah. getting close to like ready to roll. Yep, we're getting there, really close. Yep. And so, from your perspective, is you know on the sidelines at home games, didn't get to travel. You were watching on TV like the rest of us, right? But you're there in practice, seeing what's going yep. on. What happened this year? Like, yep. how did things fall apart so quickly? You know what? Honestly, we had we have such a talented team, and I think that's why we were so like I think that's why we were able to bounce back the way we did with the, that last stretch of games. But honestly, we went through the the death row there for a little bit. Played four really good teams, and you know when you when you schedule games like that, you schedule teams like that. I know BYU fans, and I love it. BYU fans, they are the most passionate. They want to win every game. But at the end of the day, we played four really good teams, and you know they played really well. And we lost, and that's sometimes you just got to bite the bullet. And it sucks, right? But like, and I think you're yeah. right. People, people don't want to like acknowledge that, like liberty. Like, look, like 
Nobody yeah. wants to ever lose games to Liberty. I get yeah. it. It's it's Liberty, but that was a pretty darn good football team this year. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. And at the end of the day, they recruit guys to come play for them. We recruit guys to come play for us, and yeah, they just they just got the better of us that Saturday. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of people want to point fingers and uh, say somebody's not doing their job right or whatnot. But you know, at the end of the day, again, it just comes down to they were just better than us that day. Yeah. Well, and it happens, right? I mean, we, yep. we talked, we talked about your high school career, you know, that uh, mm-hmm. I think it was, was Stansbury, right? You yep. guys lost to Stansbury yep. and it was like, and I don't mean to like bring that up, but like I kind of do. But, <laughs> Most embarrassing loss in Tim Pew football history. <laughs> right. It was terrible. You guys play that game. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> you guys play that game yep. 99 times. You're going to win. Yeah. But they, yep, they, they got you that one time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Our coaches, thought it would be a good idea to surprise us with the game <laughs> the night before. So we that I'm not making excuses. Obviously, I mean you thing. are Stansbury, they, they 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 kicked our ass that day. Oh, sorry for my language. <laughs> they they beat us up. Okay. They beat us fair and square. But we had no idea what kind of offense they ran, what their who their players were. So we were very surprised to show up and to find out they ran a triple option. So dude and it's like did, did they still run the same thing that they run now? Yeah. That it's like it's not even like a normal triple option. It's like uh-huh. it's weird. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, so they they got us. They got us on. <laughs> they just yeah, that was a tough loss. <laughs> and that happens, right? Like BYU lost yep. to Coastal Carolina in 2020. Like if they play that game under normal circumstances yep. or play it again, they probably win so, by a lot. Yeah. So yep. Liberty got the best of you. ECU, that was a tough game, but I mean, there were a lot of changes going on, right? Like that, a lot of changes, and I think people need to realize that, you know, we did go through a super rough. Like I kept, I keep saying, we went through the death row of our schedule, and when you come out of that, you know, usually guys are beat up, they're tired, and you can drop a you can drop a game like that. So yeah. I think maybe if we do in a couple of lighter, I don't want to say lighter games, but what would seem like easier games in between like those Arkansas and Notre Dame games, I feel like things would have been a little better, but yeah. no, it is what it is. And you just got to keep going. Well, that's, it, it's a good, I guess, like eye opener for the future, right? Because big 12 conference, you're, you're not going to get those easy games. So you, you've got to, no. you've got to be able to roll with the punches when the injuries yeah. happen, you've got to be able to, to tap into your depth and things like that. So yeah. I, I think that, I don't know. From my perspective as just a fan, I'm just a guy who doesn't, you know, I don't know anything, but from my perspective, the, the benefits of 2022 will pay off in the future. It's a crappy price to pay, right? Like nobody wants to lose those games. Everybody wishes the BYU was undefeated, but had BYU just rolled through those games, right? Had you guys finished 10 and two, 11 and one, I don't know that the necessary changes to get prepared for the future happen. So like these losses were kind of like the price you had to pay yeah. to, to yeah. get to that point. Is that fair? Yeah, totally. I agree. That's why sometimes you know you gotta lose to to learn. Yeah, like every rock every Rocky movie that's out, there's been like seven of them now. Rocky loses in the middle, right? Like Rocky's gotta lose to be Rocky. Yeah. That's probably an old reference. You've never seen the so memorable is the fact that he did lose, right? Right. I think that's what makes it so good. Is it's it's relatable when people lose and they know then you have a choice. You have a choice to make. Yeah. That's a lot more relatable than like a Floyd Mayweather story, dude, who just beats everybody, right? 
Yeah, but people, Floyd, I don't know. It's easier to gravitate either. towards that. Floyd's got to be the boringest fighter I've ever seen. Like the dude, like he's undefeated. Yeah. Like it, it works, yeah. but he just plays defense the whole time, and it's boring to watch. Yeah, so, I mean, there's there's my opinion on. Yeah, he's Floyd. a. Yeah, I uh, know. I'm all, I'm all with you. I agree. I'm not a big Floyd Mayweather fan, but <laughs> you know he's undefeated, so he is. See, I mean, you got to give it to him. Speaking of boxing and like MMA stuff, um, I'm a big fan. Big I know. Fan. I know you're a big fan, bro. <laughs> That's what Spence should be doing. Spence in the octagon would be crazy. Let me, I don't know if I told you this, but me and Spence all growing up used to wrestle. Oh, I didn't know this. We used to wrestle all growing up. So it wasn't until we were in like seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade, or we finally decided we'd start playing basketball. But Spencer used to wrestle. And the funny story, super funny story, when we were in like fourth, fourth, fifth grade, we were in the the super state tournament, me and Spence. Uh Uh-huh. And Spencer's getting ready for his match, getting ready to wrestle. And Spencer, he's just – he's got a screw loose. He's a he's an old lineman. He's kind of crazy. And so he's getting ready for his match. And Spencer just slapping the, the, the mat, slapping himself, like screaming, going all crazy. And the kid he's about to wrestle starts crying. <laughs> he starts crying. And what's funny is that kid was actually the kid who had won the, the tournament the past couple of years. He just saw Spence going freaking bonkers. And that's anyways, so Spence, Spence gets in there, does his thing, and you no, know, that's fun. Yeah. It's very interesting. I, Me and Spence used to wrestle. Yep. <laughs> I totally, I totally see that. I think he'd kill it. Like he's just he's he's big, man. I don't think I realized how big he is. He's yeah, big boy. Well, he's, he's, he's like a skinny big guy. I don't know how to put it. He's got well, a, he, an athletic O line build. Yeah, like do you remember Blake Freeland when he was at Harriman? Yeah. It's kind of like, like that, right? Except for Blake's probably a lot taller. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Blake's probably taller. Yeah, very similar. But Blake, Blake is a lot, lot taller than him. Yeah, that's true. Blake, Blake Blake's, Blake's freaky. Anyway, uh, yeah, another freak athlete. But I, I, I appreciate your perspective, right? Like, hey, things happen. Uh, certainly not making excuses. Better teams won on those days. Like, maybe they're not the better team every every week. Yeah. But on those weeks, they were, and, and BYU's got to be better. But they would be. I think with my, my where my perspective comes from is going back to high school, I lost two state championships to the same team in a row, mm-hmm. back-to-back years. Then my senior year, I got kicked out of halftime. Like, right out of halftime, first series, I get kicked out of the game. Oh, shoot, I forgot so about that. it took me that. a long time. So I'm not expecting – yeah, I'm, so I'm not expecting people to totally understand what it's like or, you know – to want to understand what it's like to have to get over a loss. But for me, it took me a long time to, to understand it. And so with the way the season's going, I feel like my mind is just used to things not being okay, things not going the right way or how we plan. But you just get over it and you keep going because things are going to get better. Yeah. And you got to trust that. They will. And it's sometimes the path to get better is a little bit funny. Uh, Elias Tuiaki steps down, right? He's, he's no longer the defensive yeah. coordinator. I did hear... I don't know if I if I should say this yet, but I did hear that he might have his new job lined up, and if it comes, I hope so. I hope so. I, well, bro, if it comes to like yeah. truth, it, what I heard, if that ends up being true, awesome, like absolutely awesome, like he is yeah. he's gonna end up in in a good spot, and even if that one's not true, he will. He's a smart dude. 
Uh, obviously, yeah. we don't we don't I know love, who. I love coaching. Yeah. Well, let's talk about coaching for a minute before I change gears. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it like? I mean, you didn't get to play, so you got to see you know maybe more of coaching than than most guys would as a freshman, like in their position groups all the time. Like, yeah. what's he like? People. Mm-hmm. I think people have a misconception of him because they, you know, they see the way that the defense plays on Saturdays and they think that's who coach he is. But the life of the man is, is one of the best men you'll ever meet. Oh yeah, totally. I, I love coach Elisa. And he did so much for me, just taking me under his wing when I got there and always making sure I was good, checking up on me, you know, even with Spence, like not coming, not, not wanting to come to BYU. Like he would always text me and let me know. Like if I was okay, or he would just—he would always be there. So, just the ultimate players coach, and you know, any of his players you talk to, they—I guarantee you—they'll just have nice things to say about him because he's just a great guy. He—he he really he runs. I mean, like the the way that the coaching p- profession is, you you've got to work your way up through the ranks or whatever. But like the way yeah. that Elisa conducts himself and like runs things, like that dude's a head coach. You know what I mean? Like he—he's gonna yeah. be a good head coach somewhere. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I agree. He's a lot like he's a lot like Coach Kalani. Yeah, just like, good, good, good man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so now he's gone though, and we don't know who's gonna replace him yet. Logan, Logan's been driving this whole time, folks. And when I said like, "Hey, we can wait for him to get home," he told me, "No, like I do my best. I'm at my best when I'm driving in the car." And I think he's parked now. So like, yep, we're parked. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but uh, I, I, forgot. <laughs> I forgot where I was going. My fault. Uh, um, we don't know who the new defensive coordinator is. We don't know really a lot of the defensive staff. And I think I wanted to ask you about this because, like, I think it's a unique perspective, right? Like, people, fans, I think we have this, like, misunderstanding of, like, how this works. That, like, hey, Jeff might not know what's going on with the defensive coaches, but, like, surely the players know. But you're just as much in the dark as anybody else right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand what's going on. I, I've heard, obviously, like everybody else, I've heard rumors of, of guys getting the job. But then again, I, I'm i not going to find out till they announce it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of a crazy, like, I think for people to hear that, like, I think that's, I think that will surprise some people. Like, you may hear an hour or two before the rest of the fans do, but, like, it's not going to be much. Yeah. yeah. So that's actually pretty accurate. I think that's how we found a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is that way all the we, time. We live right next to uh, uh, Bodie, Schoonover, Anthony Olsen, Parker Kingston, all those guys. So Bodie just walked out to get into his car and <laughs> made a couple faces. I was going to have him say what's up, but he got in his car too fast. Uh, we, need, we need to have him next year too. He can't transfer either. Like, that's your job. No, don't worry. I, I got us. I that got dude, us. That dude's freaky. Yeah. Like he's he freaky. People don't get <laughs> yeah. it. Like that dude's freaky. Yeah. Big, big dude. He's very big. big dude. He is big. I have a son and his name is Bodie. And so I hear the name Bodie and like I think of my kid. And then I look at, yeah. at Schoonover and it's like, you're not, you don't look like a Bodie guy. Like you, you look like <laughs> something else. Cause I know what Bodies look like and it ain't like him. Yeah. Uh, he's a so, freak. He's crazy. So, so as you look forward, you know, to the future, obviously I'm not going to sit here and ask you names of like, what defensive coordinator do you want or anything like that? But like, 
philosophically maybe not maybe not necessarily like mm-hmm. scheme or whatever but like what what do you look for in a coach i mean do you like want like a player's coach who's like laid back and like or do you want like somebody who's going to get after you and like maybe isn't your best friend in the world what what kind of coach do you respond the best to um in high school i kind of that's what i had i had just a coach that was always on top of us um just kind of a, a traditional high school coach. So I don't know if, if how many of the, the listeners are familiar with Isaiah Nakua, mm-hmm. the Puka, Puka and Tay's older brother. He was my, my D-line coach my senior year. And he's kind of just a perfect mix of both. Like players coach off the field, but as soon as we're on the field, you know, you better give me 100%. So I think that's that's how I kind of like to carry myself anyways, is you know when we enter the sanctuary, we're on the field. No, we're we're perfecting our craft. We're getting ready for for game day, right? But as soon as we step off the field, no, we can be we can laugh, have fun, and go back to regular life. So, I think that's that's what I look forward to most. Yeah, for sure. And and I I think I mean position coaches, things like that. It, it really is everybody, right? It's not just <laughs> it's not just one coach who can like make that happen. It's got to be yeah. a coordinator who kind of sets the tone, mm-hmm. but then a bunch of position coaches that, that fall in line. And, and yeah. And then the boys, the boys got to buy in at the end of the day. Well, that's a good point, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, people have talked about like the culture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we saw some stuff this year. Like I'm not going to have you rat out any of your friends or whatever, <laughs> but like uh, there was a team captain who left in the middle of the year, like just transferred, mm-hmm. like up and left. And depending on what, who are you do or don't listen to, and they've been planned for a little while. That wasn't just a spur of the moment yeah. thing. And then there's another team captain that like his, his wife takes to social media mm-hmm. complaining about parking passes and stuff. Like yeah. there, there were a lot of things like that that happened, right? And like people start to wonder, like, well, holy cow, like Kalani has lost the culture of the team. The culture was like Kalani was doing the same thing this year that he was doing last year. The difference is yeah. like who was bought in, right? Yeah. So how do you how do you do that like you especially right you're gonna be a freshman still next year you've been around for a little bit still a freshman mm-hmm. how do you like what's your role in getting people to buy in when you're still kind of the new kid on the block how do you do it uh, that's a that's a hard question because I've asked myself that same question a lot of times um, you know you go from being in high school and you're in kind of a smaller pond I was just always used to being a vocal leader. Being, yeah. you know, trying to get guys to buy into to what we're trying to do, which was win a state championship, um, and just trying to get the most out of your teammates. So right now, you know, it's it's hard being a freshman, being one of the younger guys because you haven't been around and you don't have the same experience as the older guys. But um, what I found is the way you play, it, it talks it talks a lot louder than your words. Mm-hmm. And so um, if if you can perform and you can, you know, you can contribute to the team, then guys will respect you and they'll they'll listen to your opinion. So that's what yeah, at the end of the day, nobody, nobody, nobody really wants to listen to somebody that doesn't contribute, right, or that doesn't add anything to to what we're building. So it, it is true. I remember in high school there was we were walking into the locker room once, and we were a bunch of nobodies. But uh, I remember this. I can't remember if he was a, I think he was a junior when we were freshmen, right? Mm-hmm. So this like we're walking into the locker room, and this like guy who never played, he was never anything. He grabs my buddy and is like, "Hey." juniors first or something like that and like what goes to walk in front of us just something weird and then my buddy was pretty darn good and he like grabs and he's like uh starters first and yeah. it's kind of like everybody <laughs> like sort of like gravitated to like oh yeah that kid plays i don't really care how old you are yeah you're not, if you're not doing it on the field it doesn't matter 
Yeah. And then at the end, I'm not saying you can't be a leader without playing, but that's just how I carry myself and what I think. Yeah. Right. That's just me. I, I feel like I don't really have a say with anything going on with the team because I haven't proven anything. Right. I haven't done anything to earn anybody's respect or, or whatnot. So I gotta, I gotta earn my respect and then I feel like I can, I can help make a difference. But when, when Raider joins the team here in a few weeks, I mean, you've been here for a year, so you're going to beat the shit out of him, aren't you, right? Because, like, <laughs> you've been there for a year. We're already talking about it. I'm trying to get a – oh, sorry, bro. I got to fix my Wi-Fi. <laughs> sorry, you cut out. You, you cut out there for a little bit. No, you're But, good. yes, I will be I will be uh, showing him the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I mean, somebody's got to. But – Raiders coming back. Who else comes back next year? So like Bodie will start to play, mm-hmm. right? We just talked a little bit about Bodie. So some of the yeah. like Luve will will play, right? I think you guys. Yeah. I think he joins. Mm-hmm. When does he join? He joins, I think, in January, right? I'm actually I'm actually driving Luve's car right now. <laughs> okay, Dude, <laughs> me and Luve live together, and I, I was just driving. I just drove his car back to the house. <laughs> So like funny the, you bit. There's there's a bunch of you guys, but then like yeah, Raider is John Henry. Is he coming back? When does he yep. come back? Yep. He took off in the, I want to say. He was like early spring. Early summer, late spring. Okay. Yeah. So he should be Around there in the summertime then. Mm-hmm. Uh, He'll be back. Raider will be back. How, I'm how, for my class. how big is John Henry? Like compared to you, like height wise, he's your, he's about the same size as you, isn't he? Yeah, I'd say me, me and John Henry are probably the same size, but he's a lot more muscly than I am. <laughs> well, he, dude, he's for real. Too. A lot more muscly than I am. Yeah. He's he's good. Uh, there were a lot of yep. people. I mean, ultimately, BYU got both of you, so I'm like, great. But there were a lot of people that were like, when everybody thought you were going to Utah, that were like, you know what? Maybe it'll be okay though, because like, I like, I might like John Henry more. Like John yeah. Henry's for real. And in yeah. the end, BYU gets you both, so that's great. Mm-hmm. But that dude's good. Man, so that that was my workout partner at Stroh's. And so it was cool. Like, all right, I don't know if anybody knows Dave Shoshine, but that's yeah. what me and John Henry Daly both go to. And that was my workout buddy. And um, I don't know, it's 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 it was good to go through high school with with a guy like that, right? Right. No, uh, he plays the same position, very similar. Not I wouldn't say we played the same way, but very similar production. Yeah. And you just gotta compete with them. So like every week, I don't know if he did this, but every week I would look at the <laughs> the sack the the sack yeah. uh, leaders yeah. in the state, and he's yeah. always at top, he's always on the top, always on the top. I'm like, right, man, Dude, he was- I told my coaches like we we were running a three four at the time. I I told the coach like, all right, hey, listen, no more dropping me in coverage. Let me rush. I gotta catch up to this guy, which he- I never did. But no, well, but yeah, it would be hard to do so. Like I think he's got like state records still. Like, the guy's for yeah. real. Yeah, he's a freak. He is a freak. I'm excited for him to come back. Yeah. Uh, I wish BYU would get on board and finally offer your guy, Bobby Terrell. Speaking of like, oh, wait, before we move on to Bobby, though, what the hell do I call John Henry Daly? Like, does he go by John Henry? Does he go by John? I always call him John Henry or JHD is what I've heard people call him. Okay. I just don't know. I've got to figure it out because, (laughs) like, if I got to cover him for the next four or five years, I, I can't not know what to call him. So, got it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bobby Terrell, man, like, I don't know. I don't know what he's got to do. He's unbelievable. Yeah. No. I'll be open here. I'll be open here. That frustrates the hell out of me. <laughs> that, that right there frustrates the absolute hell out of me. Because Bobby Terrell, 
obviously not not the tallest guy. No. But if you look at the way he plays, but he's not small. It, it will translate. Yeah. yeah. He's not a small. He's a heavy heavyweight state champion wrestler. Right. Like, he he was he wrestling dudes. How to play leverage. Yeah, he was he was wrestling dudes. He's like what two forty, and that's probably a little generous. Yeah, and he's wrestling in the two eighty five weight class, yeah. folks. Like the guy gets yeah. it, and I'm six foot. Like I'm I'm about six feet tall, maybe like six one, and he's mm-hmm. still he's still taller than me. So like he's not short. He's not yeah, as he's big. Not a... as, he's not six five. He's not Tyler Batty no. out there, but like he's not small. And the way he plays, man, like I'm telling you, it'll translate. It'll translate. His technique, the way he sees the game, everything, it's gonna, it's gonna translate to the next level. Now, my biggest thing is if you ask guys that have played against him, especially my little brother, who again is one of the best tackles in the country mm-hmm. in high school. If you ask him who the hardest person he's ever gone against, uh, besides besides your boy, yeah, okay. <laughs> he would never admit yeah. that. <laughs> if if you ask him who his toughest matchup is he will tell you Bobby hands down and Spence has gone to all these college invitational camps he's gone to all of these different lineman challenges and whatnot he will tell you so quick that Bobby is the hardest guy he's ever had to go against and those two train together all offseason they're shopping they're going against each other all offseason they're they're seeing each other almost every week and he will tell you Bobby is the real deal and so for me I will stand on my soapbox every single time to any school to offer Bobby. I, like, I, 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 I won't do this for any kid, right? Right. Like, not right. any kid. And obviously, Bobby goes to Lehigh. I hate Lehigh. <laughs> I hate Lehigh so much. I hated Lehigh more than Oren when I was in high school. Right. But I'm the biggest Bobby Terrell fan. He's he's unreal. When you watch him play against Timview, you watch that game. Uh, like Micah, I think Micah Beckstead, he ended up, you know, like his stats were decent at the end of the game and he was hurt a little bit, but you watch like the way that like Tim few had to run their offense. Like they, they couldn't run anywhere near Bobby because like he's a freak in the run game. And then when Helaman does pass the ball, it, it was, it was cool to watch from my seat. Right. Because you see Bobby and he's like doing twists and stunts and all these things that are like, this this isn't stuff that happens at the high school level, right? No. Like you're not good enough to do that. Most people aren't good enough to do what he was mm-hmm. doing. If he was six five, he's a consensus four or five star guy with every oh, five country. Five star one hundred percent if he yeah. has two more inches on him. I me and Bobby work out together, right? We train together with Anton Palapoy at Protect Trenches. And I've seen Bobby's technique with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. He is good. There yeah. are guys playing college football right now that can't do what he can do. Yeah. I I'm with you. I've been, I've been trying. I, I've, I've taken to social media. I've made it like my own yeah. little, like uh, my quest. I want to get Katie on sweat, some offers. I want to get mm-hmm. Micah Beckstead some offers. Yeah. I, need, I need BYU to offer Bobby Terrell and Utah yeah. for that matter. The local schools yeah. are just like totally missing. He's going to end up in Washington state and we're all going to like watch him have 20 sacks a year and be super pissed off that he's in Pullman. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just awful. Yep. It's tough. I'm still uh, working on it, though. I'm still working on it. Well, you, you do what you got to. I don't even know who you can talk to anymore. Now you just got to go straight to the big man. You got to talk to Kalani yeah. now. Yeah, That's it. you're right. Uh, last thing, bowl game. You get to go. You haven't. Been, you haven't. You don't get to travel. You haven't traveled oh, yeah. all year, oh, have yeah. you? No, I haven't. 
Okay. Uh, injured guys don't get to travel, and I, I hated that. But yeah, I've been I've been sitting watching at home. Not this not this next game though. I got to go. And and you're pumped about it, even if it's New Mexico, which is it's like a lot of buzz that we're gonna have like New bro. Mexico. You don't care. <laughs> You know what? Some of the guys, some of the guys might be disappointed. Not me. I don't care. I'm, I'm just excited to go spend a, a week with the boys. But have you ever been to Albuquerque? Like, nope. It's awful. Or have I ever? It's awful. It's one of the worst. <laughs> it is one of the oh, worst my. towns in America. Like, I might regret have, what I'm saying. Right now, <laughs> you'll have fun, I'm sure, because you'll be there with your with your guys. You'll have a good time. But bro, it is awful. Like watch Breaking Bad, and it's like that shitty town that they're in. That's friggin' Albuquerque, man. Yeah. Like that's where they're at. <laughs> it's the worst. But like, hey, you get to go, so enjoy it. But if I'm with the boys, if I'm with the boys, we're we're good. You'll have a good time. Which we'll is ignore what outside looks like. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Logan, we're glad you're sticking around. We're glad that the 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 Logan show could continue more than anything. Like I'm happy we're going to see on the field mm-hmm. but i'm way more happy that the podcast lives on it's not dying because you're transferring to you know okay. anywhere else and we have to like not be friends anymore yeah because if you betray BYU, <laughs> obviously we're not friends anymore this will this will be good man i'm looking well if anything to were to happen jeff i'll let you know first i'll let you know first jeff. all right I'll, and i will i will take that information and I'll create a soft landing so the BYU fans, you know, maybe they find it in their hearts to to still love you, even if they don't like you. I appreciate okay. it. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. This has been fun. Uh, once again, thank you. Wooden Grail sponsoring the show. Go check them out. WoodenGrail.com. Check them out on Twitter. Use promo code GEHB10. Get 10% off your order and some of the dopest BYU hats that you're ever going to see. Logan, thank you very much. Until next time, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Jeff. All right, man. Give him hell.